Welcome to Coming Home with Heather, a podcast for women on their journey of self-discovery and healing. I'm your host, Heather Stewart, and I'm here to guide you on your quest for self-love, acceptance, and unshakable confidence. I'm here to help you find unconditional love, deep healing, and connection. I hope to inspire you and to empower you on this journey of coming home to yourself. Welcome. When you are experiencing overwhelming anxiety, overwhelm, burnout, how do you speak to yourself? What words do you use to describe your experience? I can imagine they're not very positive words. If you're not sure how you speak to yourself when you're experiencing anxiety, think about how you speak to yourself when you're under stress in general. And you can also ask someone you're close to, who you trust and speak to about stressful situations, and ask them what kinds of words you regularly use to describe your experiences. When I was experiencing anxiety and daily panic attacks, the words I used to describe my experience were terrified, overwhelmed, hopeless, lost, misunderstood, unappreciated. All of these negative emotions and negative words to tell myself how I was feeling. And if you experience regular anxiety, I'm sure you can relate. If not, have you ever had a big deadline coming up and you're overwhelmed and throwing it together the last minute, maybe because you procrastinated on it a bit? You vent to your colleague or partner saying, I'm dying, this is so stressful. Or maybe you're a mom or a dad and your kids are running around making you crazy and you tell your friend, oh my gosh, this is killing me. Realistically, you're not dying. It's not killing you, even though it may feel like it in like that in the moment. You exaggerate your experience because it validates the experience as real and serious, which it most definitely is. For some of you, this exaggeration may seem to you as something trivial or simply dramatic. However, I encourage you to open your heart and your mind to this idea. Your words hold power. The words you choose create your reality. They create the story of your life. They create the world around you and your experience of it. And most importantly, the way you speak to yourself and the stories that you tell yourself about your experience with anxiety is a reflection of your beliefs. What beliefs? I'm not talking about spiritual or religious or political beliefs or whether you think pumpkin spice lattes are a godsend or not. I'm talking about your subconscious beliefs about who you are, about how the world works, and your role in the world and how you show up in it. 
the words that you use and the stories that you tell yourself show you what your core beliefs are. And this is significant because your subconscious beliefs drive about 90% of what happens in your life. The way you interact with people, the decisions you make, the actions you take. And this is what I call the belief cycle. So how does the belief cycle work? First, something happens and you get triggered. And this can be a positive or negative trigger, but we'll focus on the negative trigger uh, in this discussion because that's why we're here talking about these negative experiences like anxiety. When you get triggered, that event causes you or triggers you to experience an emotion. In this case, with anxiety, that emotion is fear. Fear begins to rise. Your body goes into the fight or flight response with a rush of chemicals coursing through your body. You experience all of the physiological effects of that chemical rush in the form of the racing heart, shortness of breath. Perhaps you begin shaking. You know how it goes. And then the racing thoughts come in because your mind interprets the emotions it puts the experience into words, and those words create thoughts, which form the stories that you tell yourself about what is happening. You start asking yourself questions like, how is this making me feel? What is wrong? Am I safe? And the next step in the belief cycle, so we've had trigger causes an emotion, and that emotion produces thoughts about your experience with that emotion. And the next step is the most important. And this is because the words you use to regularly describe your experiences are stored in your subconscious mind as your beliefs. Your mind recognizes them as facts and it works in accordance with those beliefs. And finally, your beliefs then inform your actions of how you interact with people. And then the cycle keeps going. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you continue to act on limiting beliefs, then you're going to continue to get triggered negatively, which is going to evoke an emotion of fear. You will, con you will consistently have negative thoughts that reinforce your limiting beliefs, and it's a vicious cycle. Trigger, emotion, thought, belief, action, and round and round and round we go. The most important part, again, of this cycle is that your beliefs inform your actions. Because most of your subconscious beliefs that, you, that have um, been ingrained in you, they were set in early childhood, usually by about age seven. So if you experienced any kind of emotional trauma, neglect, abuse, or rejection as a child, this is going to significantly impact your subconscious beliefs. Your upbringing in terms of the beliefs of others, usually your caretakers, they are projected onto you. So whatever your caretakers believed in terms of what is right and wrong, appropriate or inappropriate, any cultural, social, religious beliefs, those were projected onto you and were conditioned. You were conditioned to believe them as fact. 
Now, as you grow and start to establish your independence, you begin to question those beliefs and you begin to explore other ways of thinking and living. And this is when we rebel and we resist the way of life that we were expected to lead. And that is where anxiety comes in. This is why so many people that come into my world are experiencing anxiety because they are stepping out of the mold that was created for them. Because anxiety is there to show you that something is going on that is not aligned with who you truly are at your core. Again, anxiety is a sign that something funky is going on and it doesn't align with your highest good. So knowing what we know now about the connection between our thoughts, our words, and our beliefs, we can begin to question our beliefs and take conscious control of them. So let's take anxiety as a good example of how we can look at and reprogram our limiting beliefs. Take this statement, I have debilitating anxiety, or I am just an anxious person. Take a second and look at the power of those words have and am. They're tiny little words, but look at the meaning behind them. Those words imply that you are taking ownership over the qualities, anxious, debilitating anxiety. By using those words, you are subconsciously telling yourself that it is a part of you and that therefore you identify with it. And when you identify with something like anxiety, this is working against you because you're giving power to your thoughts. You are allowing your thoughts to control your experience, which is going to impact how you view yourself, the quality of relationships you attract in your life, whether or not you take risks or are open to new opportunities based on your risk tolerance. And this is why using very exaggerated words to describe your experience, horrible, terrifying, debilitating, while it feels good in your body because it feels like a release, it actually intensifies your experience of negative symptoms and negative thought patterns because your mind has no choice but to act in a way that matches your words. Your mind accepts whatever you tell it as fact. And considering that you have 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day, the vast majority of those thoughts are simply that, thoughts that you form based on your individual perception and experience. They're not necessarily facts. So when you're able to step back and recognize this, you can take your power back. You realize that you've been running on autopilot for most of your life with your subconscious mind at the wheel. And while your subconscious mind has done an excellent job of keeping you alive thus far, it's now starting to work overtime and it's severely impacting your life. And everything is seen as a potential threat and that is why you experience anxiety. But it's all quite literally in your head and under your control. How? 
Your subconscious mind is necessary and it's an important part of your survival mechanisms, but so is your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is at the mercy of your conscious mind, but we don't ever learn that. You can reprogram your subconscious mind using conscious reframing tools. And you know what that means? It means that you have the power to control your thoughts simply by changing the words you use to describe your experiences. What does this look like? First, we have to take a step back and take an observer's stance. We have to gain awareness of the words we use to speak to ourselves and to describe our experiences. And you'll often find that there are a few key phrases that you typically use. Let's take my example. I have debilitating anxiety. Now we know this is a very unhelpful thought, which is later established as a belief, because it creates an identity that is very difficult to break away from. And it just makes you feel helpless and overall just really crappy. So once you've identified the way that you speak to yourself, the second thing you want to do is you want to think about how you want to feel. Because nobody wants to feel debilitated or anxious or helpless or crappy. You want to feel empowered, accepted, validated, appreciated, acknowledged. You want to feel in control, calm, and at some level of inner peace. So anchor yourself into those desired feelings. Close your eyes and visualize what it's like to have those feelings. Get all your senses involved. What does it look like, feel like, sound like? smell like, even taste like, to be calm, in control, accepted, validated, and empowered. And then ask yourself, how would you speak to yourself from this space? And I have a top secret pro tip for you. Your mind doesn't know the difference between reality and a visualization. So the more you do this and the more detailed and specific your visualization is, the more your subconscious mind will accept your visualization as your reality. Mind blown emoji. And the third step, now that you have a clear vision of what it feels like to be in the emotional state that you want to be in, even if you're not completely there yet, you get to reframe the negative thought with a more positive, empowering one. For example, instead of saying, I have debilitating anxiety, try this. I sometimes experience anxiety, which makes my life difficult at times, but it's a temporary experience and it doesn't define me or control me. I have phenomenal coping skills that I can use to get myself through the negative experience, knowing that with time, it will pass. Feel into that new empowering statement. It's quite a bit longer, 
but the energy behind it is very light, it's very open, and it's full of possibilities. By reframing your thoughts in this way, you distance yourself from the thoughts, you begin to disidentify with them, and you realize that thoughts are not facts. And they have no control over your life or your physical, emotional, or mental state, unless you allow them to. You take back control and you can make better decisions and take constructive action from there. And finally, you want to try to make this a regular practice, a daily practice if possible. And the way I like to do this is by either typing out my new empowering statements and posting them in a place where I will see every day on the mirror next to the bed, or you can even make it your, your uh, phone, your cell phone wallpaper. That way it's something that you see repeatedly throughout the day so that you can continue to anchor and ground in those new empowering statements. Consistency is key because you are essentially teaching your mind a new habit, a new way of thinking. And it is my hope that over time, you will completely transform the way you speak to yourself and therefore the relationship you have with yourself. And that is where true healing begins. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that more people around the world will be able to hear it too. And remember, keep exploring, keep growing, keep loving on your journey home to yourself.